0: I've become more patient as the older I'm, older I'm getting. Um, you know, if you have you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day. There's not much you can do about it. You just deal with it your best you can and wait for the next day.
1: This is Property Investor, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset, and strategies. I'm Toran Shum, and in this episode, we we'll continue the conversation with property investor. Oliver Jackson to find out more about his seven-year journey that affected his family where he was working 12 hours a day, six days a week, how he transitioned from construction to running his own business giving him more time to spend with his kids and much much more. Jackson has experienced an interesting property journey where he's intertwined with his family Receiving the news that he was going to be having twins was something unforgettable.
0: The next one was, oh my God, we're having twins. We're going to run out of space very quickly. Um, let's move now. Uh, so we bought. That's when we bought the block, the four thousand meter block in in Frankston South. Um, oh, we just went down there. I actually knew the real estate agent that was selling it, and um, yeah, we fell in love with just the street, the house, and obviously the potential for the future for what we can do with it, and. I've I think we literally bought it that weekend. It was um, like we put in the offer that weekend. It was a, it was a great buy. We really wanted to live in that area. It's a, it's a very, very good area. Uh, as in the, the Frankston High School zone and a uh, Dorinya Primary School zone, which are really good zones. It just yeah, it made sense at the time. And with the future development uh, possibility, yeah, it was a no-brainer.
1: Having equity and being on a solid wage was helpful for Jackson when buying property.
0: We used the equity and Obviously, I'd um, you know, I was on a very good wage, so it made it a lot easier.
1: We find out more about his third property purchase and how it came about.
0: Uh, the third one we bought last November was another unit in the Frankston area. Um, there's was actually another block purchase as well. We bought we bought a block with a bunch of people. Did the same thing: the renovation of the outside of the building, and uh, and then we did the internals. Uh, we purchased that for only two hundred and thirty-three thousand. And I got the bank valuation a month later, and it was three sixty five. So that was another a very that was a, a better renovation because we, it was less emotion involved. Um, and it's yeah, it's a, it's a really big nineteen seventies block again. Um, there's only six apartments in the block, and they're just really big apartments in a really good in a really good spot.
1: Strategy is a key component of any property investor success, and Jackson shares how he applies this.
0: I'm a fan of the buy for buy. Renovate, hold forever, use the equity instead of selling it and making you know some quick money. I'd rather hold onto it because they're all good assets and good locations, and then just keep buying more.
1: Mainly based in Victoria, he discusses his future aspirations for buying locations.
0: The next, our next next place to buy is we're not sure yet. Possibly Melbourne, possibly Brisbane. There's you know there's so many options out there at the moment. Um, I really like the block strategy. So I'm always looking for blocks because um, it's just a really good way to buy a good asset. You know, you get a discount because you're buying it in bulk. So I'm looking at blocks also in Brisbane to possibly purchase. Uh, it's just just so happens that you know, when you, I know a lot of the people in Melbourne, so it makes it a lot easier to get these kind of deals happening. But yeah, I, I'm 100% a bottleless investor that just hasn't hasn't uh, bought bought yet in state for myself.
1: We find out about some of the connections that Jackson has made and how they help him with his properties.
0: These are pretty unique properties, so obviously, you know, like I said, the relationships—they just there's a lot of off-market properties. So, uh, with the relationships I've built, um, these come up. I don't think any of them have actually been on market. So, but when I do look for properties that are on market, I just look for the fundamentals of the good areas, blue chip areas, good population growth. Uh, close to the schools, the school zones in Melbourne's a big thing. Uh, there's a few high school, public high schools in Melbourne that just people go crazy for. So I'm finding um, yeah a lot of good properties around those areas. Uh, as for interstate, it, it, it's the same fundamentals Australia-wide. To tell you the truth,
1: an interesting factor that comes into play when buying a house in Melbourne affects how Jackson finds properties for himself and his clients.
0: I think a lot of people they they think okay, there's some a few really good high schools in Melbourne. And instead of spending $30,000 a year on a private school, they can pay an extra couple of hundred thousand dollars for their property and send their kids to a good public school, which their quality of education is not much worse than the, the private schools, but they don't have to pay the school fees. So they're getting a better house in a school zone for a school that, that they can send their kids to and be happy about it instead of spending, you know, the thirty dollars to $50,000 a year for, for a private school.
1: There's a key element that usually becomes a hindrance when buying property.
0: The first property we actually bought, we, we wanted to actually live in a different suburb. And from what we could get to what we actually ended up getting in this, it was just two suburbs away. It was such a big difference. So we decided to go, you know what, let's sacrifice two suburbs to get something that's going to make more sense in the long run. And then we ended up spending the extra money on the renovation that we didn't spend on the suburb we really, really wanted. And it was home anyway because we made it how we wanted it and it was only two suburbs away. So I, I, I just, use, if it's for an investment, you just got to follow the numbers. It's almost better not to go through the property, just to do the numbers, get the building and pest inspection, get the real estate agent to go through the property and take a video of it for you. So you don't actually have to walk in there and, and, and you know get emotional if it all makes sense to you. If you, if you like the floor layout on the plan, um, and then once you've purchased the property, then you can go in there and renovate it or even get a project manager to do it for you.
1: He gives us a tip on what you should do to make sure you get the job done in the best way.
0: Well that's the best thing about a professional is if you hire a professional to go through it like a building and pest inspector, they're gonna check it for you anyway. It's like so you can actually pay someone who actually knows what to look for instead of you just thinking you know what you're doing. The only reason you're going there is for the emotional side of things and, and stuff like that. So if you get a professional to do it, you kind of you're ticking all the boxes. And he's going to do a non-emotional walkthrough for you.
1: It is always hard to know who the right people for the job are, especially when you have little experience.
0: I have connections in the, in the industry, so I know I know people. Um, you just got to get referrals. So basically, if you find someone, let's say Google, Facebook, or you find a friend that's done a renovation, ring them up and ask them how they went. Uh, if you find a project manager who's going to who's going to run a job for you ask them for the number of five clients they've serviced in the last you know one year and then ring them up and just go look I was just wondering how the experience went even go drive past the house and have a look if you don't if you don't think they're, they're legitimate um but yeah yeah just do your due diligence ring around don't be afraid to ring just to ring people and just ask ask the questions cuz yeah it's the only way you are really going to know is by knowing what they've done before that
1: everybody learns from life experiences and we find out what Jackson learned from his
0: uh, and initially it was money so we we uh, were lucky enough that my wife's dad had a bit of equity in his property to use him as the guarantor we didn't have to put as much money in for the deposit so we could actually use that for the renovation um, so it made a big it made a big difference for us like the, the best thing about the guarantor is the 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 person that's doing it doesn't actually have to give you any money they just have to use their equity sign a piece of paper and then once your property goes up in value you can they get taken off signed off that they're not even involved in it anymore so it's a really good option for people that you know I mean, it's hard to save the deposit
1: Jackson talks about his first property and how they were able to purchase it
0: We put in uh, I think a 10% deposit and if you don't have a 20% deposit then you need a guarantee or you can pay more lenders insurance. So we went with we had the ten percent deposit and he just guaranteed the rest of the, the deposit against his property. And then we used that cash to then use for the renovation.
1: After his first property, it became easier and easier for Jackson and his wife to secure other properties.
0: Then we just used our own properties to to leverage for the next property. We didn't need his help again. It was just to initially get in because to save twenty percent plus stamp duty plus legal fees. You know, it, it's very hard for people when they're in their twenties to Plus, you're paying $600 a week rent. It's, it's hard no matter how much money you're making.
1: Jackson lets us in on how his family helped shape his career path.
0: Towards the end of the seven years, I was, wasn't was getting to see my kids too much because I was working 12 hours a day, six days a week. Obviously, the portfolio was bubbling along. And I was kind of helping a lot of friends with their building their portfolios and helping them renovate. And I kind of got to an organic stage where I was like, I got to turn this into a business. So I trans just kind of naturally happened that I ended up going to the buyer's agency space and starting my own business with my wife. It just gets to work from home, you know, we work together, we've got the kids, and we're helping other people do what we did. Um, so yeah, it's you know, super beneficial and yeah, I just like like helping people and I get to spend more time with family. It's pretty much it was a no-brainer.
1: Coming up after the break, we'll delve into Oliver Jackson's personal habits.
0: Yeah, I'm a pretty driven person. Like if I decide to do something, I, I do it full on. I get maybe a little bit psychotic about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I literally have had the same routine, morning routine for 10 years and I'm religious about it.
1: Some of his personal advice.
0: It's all hard work. In, intelligence as in I. if I don't know something, I ask someone who's a lot smarter than me. Uh, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room.
1: And that's next. I'm Toran Shum, and you're listening to Property Invest Story. There are so many different avenues nowadays to educate yourself on new topics.
0: Podcasts are probably the greatest, the greatest invention for anyone in any form of education, especially property. There's a lot of a lot of really good property podcasts out there. Um, mindset podcasts, it, 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 there's so much information these days. It's unbelievable. So, for people that don't think they don't know, it's crazy, like, there's so much information. It's, it's just, if you put in the time and the effort, you can learn so much. The same with renovation, it, you can learn, you do YouTube videos and learn how to do it. It's, anyone can do it.
1: To keep his mind ticking over and continued growth, Jackson tells us what resources he uses.
0: I try to read read a book a week. Um, That's the plan. Doesn't always happen. (laughs) So I do audio books and podcasts when I'm driving or walking or running, and I do actual books at night. I read about for about one to two hours every night. Um, From business to mindset, property, uh, all sorts of random sleep books, like all sorts of random stuff. So yeah, I really, yeah, every day I'm educating myself as much as physically possible.
1: Jackson also shares with us some of the books that he likes to read.
0: Chris Voss, FBI ne- hostage negotiator, really, really, really good book. Um, Obstacle is the Way it's a really good book by uh, an American um, entrepreneur. Uh, and there's so many good books out there.
1: Advice can do different things for different people. And Jackson tells us the best piece of advice he's been given.
0: If you get new fear about anything, just face it head on and just overcome it. Like If it's fear of it's not going to work out, uh, you know, there's all this noise about property market, but if you're in the right place and the right time to do it, just do it, overcome it, and just yeah, face it head on.
1: Some of the most successful people in the world are creatures of habit, and Jackson is no different.
0: I'm a pretty driven person. Like, if I decide to do something, I I do it full on. I get maybe a little bit psychotic about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I I literally have had the same routine, morning routine, for ten years, and I'm religious about it. Um, Starts my day, and which obviously sets up the yeah the rest of my day. So yeah, I, I'm pretty driven, and and I really really like to follow schedules, and I'm very organised in that way. So if I if I don't start my morning the way I like to start it, then yeah, the rest of my day goes. Yeah.
1: Sometimes routine does not go according to plan, day in, day out, and this is how Jackson handles it.
0: it makes you a lot more patient, I think. It's just I become more patient as the older I'm elder I'm getting you um, you know if you have you're having a bad day you're having a bad day there's not much you can do about it you just deal with it your best you can and wait for the next day i guess
1: we find out what kind of life experiences Jackson has learned over his career
0: i'd say you should have bought that property <laughs> but uh what would i say um i uh, honestly just keep just enjoy enjoy your 20s like because when you get to 30 and 40 and, you, and it it is really hard to, to do what you could do in your 20s. It, it's you got kids, you got your marriage, you got, you know, a serious career. So all just if you're in your 20s just enjoy it. Think about your future and don't be crazy, but yeah, you just got to enjoy it, man, cuz you know, you only get one chance to be in your 20s.
1: It is always important to think about where one is headed in the next few years. And Jackson shares his plans.
0: Lifting the covenant off my property maybe. <laughs> no, I I just think um, you know, building my business. And and building my property portfolio, I mean, I, you know, I'm in no rush to build the portfolio. It, it'll happen when I find the right place for myself and the right time. I'll do it. But at the moment, I'm just focusing on the business before before I worry too much about the portfolio.
1: Jackson shares with us whether intelligence, skill, and hard work played a role in his success, or whether it was just pure luck.
0: I believe you create your own luck. Um, it's all it's all hard work, in, intelligence, as in I. If I don't know something, I ask someone who's a lot smarter than me. Uh, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. So I always, you know, if I don't know something, I'm not afraid to call someone who does know and ask them the question no matter if I've never met them before. Um, and then obviously luck comes when you, if you keep trying to do the right thing and you keep pushing forward, then your luck's just going to happen for you.
1: It he always helps to have a mentor who one can call on that can provide nuggets of gold. And Jackson shares who his mentor has been.
0: It's been an interesting, uh, probably, you know, year and year or eighteen months where I had a, I've had a lot of mentors and a lot of I've done a lot of education to more on the business side of things because I know I know the property side and the and the, and the uh, renovation side. The running a business side was you know pretty. It's been a long time, been a decade since I'd had the cafe, so I've I've just reached out and done a lot of. I've mean, I paid for a lot of education. I, like I said, I read a lot of books. I ring people that I see are doing really well in the space. I'm not afraid to ring anyone up and ask them, sit down with them for five minutes or whatever time they can give me. Just ask them questions about how they run their business. So I'm all about, I love just learning from people who have done it because they've done it. They've been through the same struggles I've been through, and I'm not afraid to share my fears and, and learn from them.
1: If you want to stay connected with Jackson, he gives us some of his social media details.
0: LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, Instagram, just Oliver Jackson. We've got a website, uh, livingproperty.com.au.
1: Thank you to Oliver Jackson, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com.au.